0: What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by three fucking legends, not one, not two, what three, we've got Cole, the Wolf, the Silva. What's up, dog? What up, though? All right. <laughs> we've got Farshad Sarafi, who changed his name to Spiritually Ascending. Hello, Farshad.
1: What's going on, baby?
0: And we've got Chad Morgan, who has a nice mustache. Chad, what's up, <laughs> What the fuck's going on? <laughs> guys, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting unstuck. Now, for those of you guys that don't know Chad and Farshad, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about these boys because, yo, they're crushing it right now. They're running a movement called Beyond Built. Uh. They're working with over 200 clients, I believe, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Over 200 clients, hosting retreats, changing people's lives. But that's, you know, that's enough of an intro for me. I want to hear from you guys. Yo, guys. Give us a brief thirty second intro for the people that haven't met you yet. Oh God, Far, you are first, first. I
2: don't I'm <laughs> want sure.
1: me to give you. intro. I'm, I'm Far. I worked with B Mark two years ago by when I was on my own, and then Chad and I met in L A. for a Fit Expo in 2020, and then here we are. One thing led to another. He worked with B two, and we're sitting. We're both sitting on the West Coast, figuring it the fuck out. All right,
2: Chad. What up? My name's Chad. I'm also an online fitness coach, founder of Beyond Built, doing it alongside my boy, Farshad. This all started with a freaking dream of me dropping out of school as a junior in, in college and chasing coaching full-time, moving to Houston. And uh, then Far. next thing you know, Far buys me an in and out burger the first time I met him in California. From that point forward, I was like, yo, this is my business partner. So here we are. He's yeah. like, homie, we got that Okay, so there's a in my belly. There we go. There's
1: literally a two and a half month gap between the burger and the conversation. But yeah, more or less. I swear to God, I met
0: this dude and all we started talking about was business and how we can impact more people. I'm like, this this is my guy. Like, if So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're looking for a little bit of business advice, buy your homie a burger. That's right? yeah, where we go. Buy your homie a burger. Yo, so the topic of today's podcast, you guys, is, is getting unstuck. And there are, uh, I'm actually going to go, I feel like we should go broad with this podcast. Yeah. And then through going broad, we can start to go narrow on some different concepts. So we're going to talk about getting unstuck. And, and for me, like when I think about getting unstuck, what I really start thinking about is like, I imagine myself um as an individual, like not being able to make forward progress for any. Any sort of reason. And that could be because, you know, there's like so many different reasons. There's our negative mindsets around success, or there's self doubt in our own abilities, or there's fear of failure, or fear of investing, or fear of trying hard and not getting the result. But, you know, before we get into today's episode, let's start with you, Chad. What's your definition of getting stuck? My definition of getting stuck
2: is when you're in a place where You become so, so wired to avoid anything that has to do with pain. So that's fear, you know, that's self-doubt, that's anxiety. And you're so wired to avoid that. That you find yourself getting comfortable in what you know because you know what to expect at that point. So that's how I define being stuck. Because I've fucking been there, you know. I felt stuck in a point where even when I was in school, I was so afraid to take that leap of like actually starting my business. Cause the only thing I knew was being in school doing what my parents wanted me to do. The only thing I knew was what people thought of me and what I thought people thought of me. So I was,
0: even though I wasn't happy with where I was at, I was still comfortable there because it was the only Thing i knew mm. so you're you're saying like getting stuck is basically being unwilling to go outside of your current wiring and staying in the exact same place and like the definition of stuck for me would be in a place that you don't necessarily like but you're unwilling to change 100 cole what do you think
3: I 100% agree. I feel like when people get, get stuck, I feel like it's basically 100% rooted in fear. And it's like all around that aspect. Because when I used to get stuck, and even when I got stuck, like stuck in Thunderbase, stuck trying to change, stuck trying to like being an iron worker and not knowing how to get out of that, it was rooted in fear, not thinking I was good enough, like based in my self-learning beliefs, everything kind of holding me back and what people had told me what I was instead of what I thought I was, and just being stuck, not being able to change like that. So I feel like fear is basically the full definition of me when it comes down to being
1: stuck love it far what do you think bro i think kind of based off Chaz, but the one that really sticks out to me is you're just consumed by thought right if Mm. you look at anybody who's stuck i mean we've talked about this before you're just sitting there living in your head that's being stuck i mean there's no action there's no execution that happens in your head you can Mm. dream things you can postulate ideas you can postulate concepts but there's no action and that's Mm. because you're in your head and you're playing you know a back and forth of should i do this should i not do this And i think a lot of times with being stuck it's we see it in our heads but you Usually it's a lot deeper. If I'm if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, I think it's more a reflection of things you've struggled with for a long, long time that you haven't gone inward deep enough to actually see where the root of the issue is. Go on, I'm listening. I mean, my I've had this conversation with Chad, and I'm just going to say this for everybody listening and watching: you don't have a mindset issue. That's the thing I think everybody here continues to like postulate in the fitness space. Like, oh, you have a mindset issue. That's not why you're doing this. Everything that you behave as is a reflection of deeper neglect, whether it's your emotions or your spirit. It, it's very very, very clear to me, like if you go through the same perpetual path, and I know we've all gone through this, right? We've had a lot of momentum and then we get stuck, a lot of momentum, then we get stuck. This is a cycle for all of us. It's not like we're we're not, we, this doesn't happen to us now that we've you know made a little bit of a splash. But the idea is if you're not going inward, if you're not looking at your past, if you're not reflecting on your childhood pains, your traumas, things that have really held on your soul, you're going to keep repeating the same behaviors. You know, like if at a young age you were told it's not going to work or you shouldn't do that, then anytime you get stuck, you're going to tell yourself, hey, it's not working or I shouldn't do that rather than saying, hey, let me feel through this. Let me navigate. And everything's a lesson. And I think what we do a lot of times is we get so consumed by all these thoughts and it's our mind trying to protect our heart because we feel vulnerable. We were like Chad said, we're, we're fearful, we're scared. So we get into this thought pattern because that's the only way we understand to protect ourselves from these emotions. When in reality, if we let ourselves feel the pain, the sadness, the agony, the frustration, we can create a new meaning to it and navigate forward. But that's a feeling based you know nothing co- they say it's the heart of a champion they don't say it's a mind of a champion you need to have heart mm. to get to this shit and if mm. you spend all your time living in your head you're going to be stuck like you're just not going to operate the heart pumps
0: mm. yo i'm going to jump in here because from the mind to the heart is a story to tell i uh i feel really connected to that idea because uh i'm going to be open and vulnerable in this podcast like even though i overcame my drug addiction in my mind i don't think i overcame it in my body until this year and i'm going to tell you guys what like what i actually mean by that like and i'm going to be open and vulnerable with you guys and let you guys know that like up until this year, and there's still times that I struggle with it. But up until this, this year, like if I had two drinks, I'd instantly be thinking about doing drugs instantly. It was like, it consumed me to the point that I wouldn't actually, like, I wouldn't go out. Like Cole would be like, let's go. Like, you know, like I I'd come to Calgary, and be like, let's go. I'm like, no, I can't. Cause every time I go out, like I have two drinks and I'm like, fucking where's the drugs? Like, and it's because in my mind I had solved the problem, right? i had overcame this drug addiction in my mind. But the truth is that there was like still some deep rooted trauma that caused the addiction in the first place. Right. And like, even, though I had created new habits and become a new person, and I was no longer a drug addict mentally in my body, there was some sort of like emotional neglect that I hadn't dealt with yet some sort of trauma that I hadn't dealt with yet. And so I'm fully transparent. There was one time in like the last like 12 months where I slipped up and I ended up finding Molly because I just have this thing where like, if I want it, I will find it. And it was at a time and place where I it just shouldn't have been even a consideration, but I found it. And then when I slipped up, I was like, dude, I'm like, I need fucking help. Like I don't have control over my impulses. And this trauma is now impacting my success. And, and that's when I committed to start going to counseling is when I was like, okay, like there's some sort of trauma that I haven't fully exposed. That's causing me to take actions that I don't fucking align with. Like my success is over here, but this trauma is causing me to impulsively act out of alignment and take me like further off my path. And it wasn't until I started going to therapy literally every single fucking week and just exposing my trauma. And when I say exposing my trauma, I really do mean like talking about, some like you know that shit that you don't tell anyone like there's probably (laughs) if if i say like I'm, I'm just going to say it like if I say like the, the secrets that you haven't told a single fucking soul, like maybe in your whole life, like that's the type of shit I talked about with my counselor. And I really do feel that like uprooting that and being so open with my counselor and just being so willing to talk about some of that deep shit that I buried for such a long time. It no longer had a handle on me because it's almost like I exposed it to the light and I mm-hmm. actually let it heal, which it's it, like it took away its power over me, if that makes sense. No,
1: it makes 100% sense. But I think the important thing too is that's true. That right there is true. True vulnerability. That in itself is the definition of vulnerability. I think a lot of people, they do this thing where they like start dress rehearsing all the things they went through in their head. And then that's their story that they tell people. But it doesn't really cut into the core, right? Mm. What you're doing when you go to the counselor is you're saying, hey, I'm vulnerable. This is this trauma from my past or whatever happened when I was a kid or whatever it may be has made me feel some kind of way and then the I think the big part of this that I think is the most important part of this can you take responsibility at an emotional level for yourself right I can't change what happened to you in your childhood right you however can make the decision to say hey I'm going to create a narrative where I am in full control of what I'm what I experience and what it actually means right I have a couple of close friends who've gone through things like rape sexual abuse assault all these things and it, listening to them talk about it was one of the hardest experiences for me but what I found so beautiful as they are people who are healing and they take great responsibility is they said what happened happened I get a choice to determine if I'm holding on to the experience or I'm letting the experience define me oh Right if you're holding on to it, it's victim. If you're taking it and saying, Hey, I experienced this, and it does not define me. And the definition of who I am is what I learned from this experience. That's the growth, that's the expression. Right. And I think a lot of people take they take their experiences and they hold on to them and they're in pain and they victimize themselves. And look, it isn't to say that the hurt isn't there. Feel the pain. I think that's what happens is in our head we become victim because we're choosing not to feel. Yet when you choose to feel, you can take a step back and say, okay. I've cried. I felt my emotions. It's been difficult. What can I make this mean? What can I give this to allow me to have strength to show who I am? And those are people that I respect tremendously because even one of my friends who's gone through a lot of those things, she literally looked at me and she goes, I forgive him. She's like, if I ever see that person again, I want to hug him and say, I hope you're okay. Cause she understands she's going through her healing and that person may not be, mm. but she took the responsibility for herself at an emotional level. Uh, and that's what this comes down to. If you really, really. Really want to figure out how to navigate forward. All these mindset exercises that I see people do, all these meditations, they don't make a difference if you're not actively making healing a part of your process. I promise you, you just proved it, right? You've done all this mindset work. You're one of the fucking sharpest people I know and you literally just said it didn't matter there's mm-hmm. a reason for that but the moment you went inwards and you went deep and you're like fuck there's some real shit I gotta fucking uncover mm-hmm. all that mindset work feels natural now
0: it feels because like- it's like skeletons out of the closet exactly. I'm like it's like I have a question how many times have you guys been afraid of yourself always a lot afraid all of yourself of where you're like I don't trust myself in this scenario I like I don't trust myself out here like I don't trust myself doing this I don't trust it's like we're like afraid of ourselves mm-hmm. but it's like I feel like exposing like that sh- Shit out in the open, and I'm like, this is who the fuck I am, and I don't have to do it on like a big scale and tell everyone. But I think that like that exposure really. Let's talk about getting stuck on like, okay, because this is what happens, right? Because a lot of people we're talking about trauma here, and I, one of the things I talked to you about Farshad yesterday is you like you brought that concept up to me about like how it's not a mindset issue, it's fucking, it's a you know, it's an emotional spiritual issue. And I told you I'm like, okay, but let's you know, talk about something that people will connect to because yeah. most people aren't thinking about that, right? Most people are like, oh. Like I can't, I always self-sabotage in my coaching business. It's That's like no more much- thinking.
1: No, no, no. I'm going to tell we're going to nip this in the bud. You're fucking thinking. How about you start fucking feeling? I use Ooh. this concept and an ideal with all of our clients. Do you remember when we were all kids? If you scraped your knee, what would happen? You'd cry for like five, 10 minutes and then you'd get back onto the field and start fucking playing. Right. Yeah. But now when someone says something,
0: you're pissed off until the second Tuesday of next year. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And uh, cool. I want it's, I think it's funny. People, don't take responsibility. I think yeah. that's the thing. It's like it's easier for me to say that it's my mom's fault than it is to take responsibility for my emotions. hundred percent. Chad, Cole, what do you guys think? I, I fucking love this because, like, real shit, guys. Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be open
2: too. Like, over the last couple months of my life, like, I've definitely felt, you know, near stuck. I wouldn't say fully stuck, but I found myself in a loop, right? And that's kind of what I defined as being stuck as well. Is when you see things come back full circle, come back in the loop over and over and over again. And what I actually understood is I, I've always placed so many expectations on myself. And I found myself trying to be literally every fucking wear all the fucking time. And I, I, was, I was literally on a walk like last night. And actually the other night, I was thinking about like, why do I place so many expectations on myself? You know, and and when I, tr- when I let these expectations down and I'm not everywhere all the time, the first thing I want to do is like beat myself up, punch myself in the face. I'm like, yo, why am I not there? Why am I not showing up? And I start questioning myself. And all that does is pull away from my power and pull away from self-esteem, and my confidence. I started to understand that like, yo, as I was growing up, it wasn't me putting expectations on me. It was my father placing so many goddamn high expectations on me to be a high performer, to be high academic performer, to gra- be his first son to graduate college, to be, this financial advisor and to be somebody and to be the best and to be this so-called prodigy child. So I had so many expectations placed on me. So that's why I was therefore placing so many expectations on myself, but I could blame him and I could say, Hey, it's his fault. Or I could take the responsibility of that and say, yo, I'm placing so many expectations on myself. Why don't I actually reach and get, reach out and ask for help, you know? And so Me trying to be every fucking where and beat myself up over it. We've just made transitions in the back end of the business to where we're bringing in more help to where it's going to alleviate that pain and alleviate those expectations that I'm placing on myself. So Mm -hmm. that's why I've understood that I've taken ownership and i am taking that emotional responsibility to then get unstuck, to then move forward. Because Mm -hmm. when you see these certain patterns come back around all the time, we have this human need for certainty. Everyone Mm. has this human need for certainty, right? Mm. So what far said, as far as like, when we feel pain, we want to avoid it. Yeah, that's true for all people. Like we are not, we don't want to actually sit within that pain and feel that. So because of that. We are certain in pleasure and we run from it, right? What pain is, is uncertain, right? Mm. What means bringing in help and changing up things, how we're doing things on the back end from a business standpoint, from beyond built, that's uncertainty. That's something that's new. That's change. Mm. So when we can learn to have a harmony between what we're certain in and what is uncertain and work with those together, because those are both human needs, mm. that's where we can begin to then get unstuck.
3: agree, guys. When it comes down to like where you currently are in life, uh, this is something I preach consistently in all my content. Brian's heard me say it a million times to our clients that like responsibility is everything. Like taking responsibility for where you are in life, because there's literally no other reason why you are where you are in life. Period. It's all on you. It's not your parents. It's not your situation. It's not what you went through as a kid. It's not the. I honestly, I don't even blame the traumas when it comes down to the things that I went through. Because if I blame the trauma that I went through as a kid on where I am right now, all I'm doing is fucking playing the victim, and I'm not allowing. myself to step into into a new power. This is something that I'm continuously breaking down. and I always talk about and I'm working on mentally myself. And honestly, again, recently, I actually reached out to a therapist as well because of the fact that I reached a point in my life where I needed extra help. And I wanted to level up to the next level because there's only so much that you can do for yourself. And I got sick of, again, blaming outside sources. You guys know my story to a certain degree. All right. I left my house when I was 14. All right. I would come back consistently we'd have huge fights a bunch of very messed up things would happen and it was pretty traumatizing however until recently on the last year i told brian this it's been weird because the relationship with my parents has been rekindled and it was because i took a step back stopped acting like a fucking child for lack of a better term and realized that Yo, if I'm going to blame them for all the things that are bad in my life, I also got to thank them for everything that's happened because if it oh. wasn't things, I wouldn't be the fucking person you guys are listening to right now.
0: Honestly, that I feel like that just inspired me. That's it. You got yeah. it. You can't yeah. blame yeah.
3: things that you went yeah. through in the fucking past and leave it at that because if you're going to blame that shit you also got to thank that shit because that stuff oh. made you you your addiction your traumas the things you went through as a kid what your parents said what the family said what bully said all of that turns you into the person you're since mm-hmm. you are right fucking now
0: yeah dude I fucking love that and I think I need to have a conversation with somebody in my family based on that so thank you that was fucking awesome appreciate you I think another thing that here's I wrote down something because one of the things that you said far is that you know it's like people get you know we start Start repeating these stories and we start going through these things and we get stuck in our heads, right? And Cole, you said you're playing, like people play the victim. And I think that the reason that people play the victim, and it's not even okay, I don't want to fucking take this out, anything away from anybody, right? Because when, if you've been through like a sexually traumatic experience, I'm not saying you're playing the victim. That's not what I'm saying here. If you've been through some shit, I'm not saying you're playing the victim. But the reason that I think that a lot of people get stuck in these traumas or stuck in these stories or stuck in these things that have happened is because we get a certain type of attention based on that type of trauma. We get a certain type of attention based on that. And so for me personally, I'm going to open up and share my own story. Like my mom kicked me out when I was eight years old. And so like from eight years old to fucking 24 years old, I could not hold down a stable relationship because I was so fucking attached to this. My mom left me story. And I was so victimized by this. My mom left me story. And I would tell this. My mom left me story to every one of my girlfriends. And I'd be like, Oh, the reason I can't get let you get close is because my mom left me. So you have to understand understand me because my mom fucking left me basically getting like some sort of like I was getting validation and sympathy for this story. And I was getting attention for this story from the people that were close to me and basically like asking them to take on the weight of my trauma because I was unwilling to deal with it myself. But I think that so many people, the reason we get stuck in these thoughts and these patterns of behavior is because this trauma is in our body, like Farshad said. And, and, and guys, when I'm talking about trauma, it's like, if you you could have a fear of failure because your parents always told you, you were never fucking good enough no matter what you did. And so now you have this deep rooted sense of failure, or you could have this like thing where you're afraid to speak up on social media because every time you spoke up in your house as a kid, you got fucking yelled at. That's Mm -hmm. trauma. Right, and so a lot of people have this trauma, and then the, and then we get attached to the trauma because the trauma becomes a part of our identity, and we identify as somebody who is traumatized. And because we attach ourselves to that identity, we continue to tell that story because it's a part of who we are, and we're getting validation from it. And because we're unwilling to detach ourselves from the situation, detach ourselves from the scenario, and say that I've been through trauma, I am not trauma. Like my mom kicked me out it was when i was eight but that doesn't define the rest of my life i've been through this experience but i'm not a victim like that's what it takes to really i think move past and get unstuck from some of the shit that people get stuck in just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life Yeah,
1: and I, and I think the detachment thing is a huge thing, and that's only possible, one, through feeling, and two, recognizing what's actually happening. What you just said, you were feeding the trauma by justifying that way. That's how your mind protected you. I had mm. this happen with mom you have to understand this what you were trying to tell the girl was I was neglected and I never experienced unconditional love and that's fucking terrifying because love is the Mm. most terrifying emotion you're going to feel right Mm. and that's what you were feeling and and navigating through and the fact that you took the time to take a step back and say okay what am I really running from what am I really how am I really operating and is that serving the right direction I want to go that's where you start to uncover okay what's my reality right and I think when you have things repeat and going to the getting unstuck Thing when you're stuck, you have the same repetitive patterns and the same thoughts. It doesn't matter you get stuck in your business or your relationship or your health, whatever it is, right? Start asking yourself some fucking questions. If you really want to figure out how to let go of these thoughts, if you're looking for a new perspective, if you're trying to navigate, start asking questions. If every time something goes wrong, you're like it's never gonna work. What do you expect? You're not asking questions, you've lost your curiosity. Like mm-hmm. it just didn't work right now. Instead of saying, Oh, it's fucked, what what happened? Where why are we here? Where are we? What, what can we do? Becoming Curious asking those questions because the more questions you ask, the further away you get from the initial thought of, oh, it's not gonna work. Mm. And then eventually and pretty quickly it becomes, oh shit, like we can do this, right? No matter how insane a situation sounds, you'll figure out a way to do it if you ask yourself enough questions.
0: I want to jump in for a second here because I think that when we're talking about getting unstuck, and when you said that, like, oh, I can't do this, right? So you're you're trying to do something and it's not working, and you're like, I can't do this. And I think it's because our perception of the situation may be based on the model. the world that we've seen up to that point. Right. And so for me, let's talk. like use my mom as an example. Like I had never seen a successful relationship or experienced unconditional love. And so I didn't know what that felt or looked like. And Mm -hmm. so every single time I was in a relationship, it was almost like my model of relationships was based on what I had with my mom. And I was unwilling to detach myself from that model and look at the world in a different lens. And so my model was based on that. And I was attached to it. And I'm like, this is the story of like how love progresses. And I think that that's what most people do with everything right even in a fitness journey in a fitness journey if your entire life you've been overweight and you've struggled with your weight your entire life and that becomes your identity and that becomes who you are and you just you identify as this overweight person even though there's other people that are successful that are fit that are healthy you almost like look at them and you're like oh there's something different than I am that's not me they have something special they have genetics or they have steroids or they're fucking cheating and it's it's because we're attached to this story and we aren't seeing another way that's right in front of our Eyes. Like I think if we really want to get unstuck from our trauma, one of the things that really did help me was exposing it. But another thing was vision. Vision and being able to model my success off somebody else or being able to model my frame of reference from the world. Like For you, Chad, it's like a lot of your clients, I'm going to assume part of the reason they enroll with you is so that they can aspire to look and be like you. And so you give them like a lens of the world from which they can see themselves in, and then they can start to get unstuck from their story and more identifying with what you're putting out. Yeah. Make sense? One thing I've noticed is that like,
2: Like all, all of us are are kind of saying things along the same here. The first thing that I said is like, I reached for help and I got help. You guys reached for help with counseling for saying, Hey, ask the right questions. Go start asking questions at the end of the day, guys, we need people. Like when you are feeling stuck, of course, you're going to get in your own head and create these limiting patterns and create these limiting beliefs and start telling yourself a story about why you are the way you are, you're not alone in this journey. We need people to get where we are. We need mentors. We need people to model after, right? But actually understanding that courage, thats that shit's external. And here's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and say I have courage without people instilling courage into me. And those, like you guys, all three of you guys instill courage into me to therefore show me that I can instill courage within others. And that's what gives me power right so actually being open and willing to ask for help be willing to actually look up to people and model after people that you see are succeeding right that shit's fucking important to get yourself out of that hole you know, dude that that's shit, powerful I love that so much it wasn't it's
3: not even funny I just think it's a very powerful thing that you guys need to start realizing and it's not going to be fucking easy all right I like I do do a behind the scenes thing on this and somebody just commented something that made me amped up and it literally was don't allow your trauma to be your excuse oh. I needed to resonate with immensely oh. because I feel like that's what a lot of People end up doing. And just what Chad said again also sparks something in me. The you're not alone in this journey or you're not special around this. This is another thing that a lot of you guys need to understand. All right. Obviously, all of our traumas are different. We've all been through different things, but you're not a fucking unicorn in this world.
0: Yes. All right.
3: There's billions of people on this planet that have either there's a lot of people that have either gone through the same type of thing you have, all right, or have gone through worse and seen success because again, they're not allowing their trauma to be an excuse. All right. In their business, in their relationship, in anything that they're fucking building, we know it's it sucks. We know it's painful. We know it can hold you back, but it's your choice. All right. And like we're all saying here, ask for fucking help, reach out to people, get somebody to support you. Nobody here guys has built their businesses or built what they've done or done what they've done without help. Period.
0: Nobody on this live stream. Dude. I actually, I think that that's huge to point out because I think that my, the biggest mistake I made in my business. And I am like, I will openly admit this is that I waited way too fucking long to ask for help. That was the biggest mistake I made. That's also the biggest mistake I made in my fitness journey. I waited way too fucking long to ask for help because I wanted, I wanted to be the guy that fucking made it myself. You know, I didn't need a fucking mentor. I don't need no fitness coach. I don't need no business coach. I'm Brian Mark. I'm fucking self-made. And the reality, the reality is nobody's self-made, not a fucking single person. Anybody that says they're self-made is full of Shit, because whether or not you've, you know, directly asked for mentorship and you know gotten one-on-one support and guidance, or you go on fucking YouTube and you watch Peter McKinnon videos until you're blue in the fucking face, you're not self-made. You're pulling inspiration from somebody, you're getting insight from somebody, you're like reaching out and and lift get like getting help from somebody else. So I love that idea. I just wanted to jump in because like none of us are self-made. And it's funny that you said that, Chad, because you said to me, you said to us in this chat, you said one of the things that gives me courage is you guys. Like, bro, you give me courage. Like, I, I, I've i been like replying to your stories all day because I'm like, yo, Chad's fucking living right now, bro. Like Chad's on fire. I'm like, I'm mad inspired by you guys. And we're like, by the way, PT Domination, if you're listening to this, drop some fucking fire in the comments. We are hosting a PT Domination event. It is fucking happening. And one of the biggest inspirations for us hosting our event is two of our most successful students, Chad and Farshad, have hosted like five now. And we're like, just watching a mean Like, bro, we are fucking behind.
3: We're like, like what, what the
0: fuck, the- bro? fuck
3: this shit we're doing one this year now like asap (laughs)
0: yeah a hundred percent 100. And the last thing I just wanted to say, and then I'm going to shut up and let one of you guys talk, is tra- Cole, you said, don't let your trauma be an excuse. Yo, Oprah was fucking like molested when she was 14 and she's Oprah. So like, I'm not taking away from the pain, whatever trauma you went through. I'm not taking away from that heartbreak or that sadness or that drug addiction or that person that left you or that divorce that you went through or that like traumatic experience. But what I'm fucking saying is like, take your pain and turn it into greatness, man. I'm going to say one thing because I love what Cole said.
1: I think one layer deeper than don't make an excuse. Don't stop yourself from feeling your emotions that's the really fucking that's the biggest fucking problem if we're being honest if b if you didn't go to the therapist and just expose it and let all your feelings out cold if you didn't start letting your emotions out crying whatever it
0: took to release the feeling right you wouldn't be able to move forward and, Dude, I, think and I would have repeated the same fucking behavior exactly. that caused me to fail in all my previous relationships the self-sabotage i get to a certain point yes. and i'm like and then i start self-sabotaging i start partying and doing drugs and i completely fucking ruin the relationship and i felt myself doing that i'm like i need to change this behavior immediately i need to expose this
1: you need to take the all this is where everybody and i can tell you this from my own experiences and i'm sure everybody on here can share share the same experience you need to allow yourself to feel there's nothing wrong with crying there's nothing wrong with screaming anger like let it out. Like people think, like we're not asking you to go out there and be a petulant child, but if you feel the need to cry, let it out. If you feel the need to just roar, let it out. If you do not allow yourself to feel, your trauma pattern will repeat in all aspects of your life for the rest of your life. I promise you that. I don't care how much fucking mindset work you do. B just gave you a perfect example of why it doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to go in deeper and let yourself feel and fully express who you are. And as you express who you are, that's where the real lessons in life come from. Hey, I expressed this. I'm noticing for me, this is how I can operate in my being to create the life I'm looking to lead. Not, hey, I'm going to fucking watch Tony Robbins for the next 20 fucking hours and repeat him constantly on my Instagram story. That's not how it fucking works. Yeah. I yeah see I a lot of people who are sitting there and they're like, I'm going to do all this mindset work. And yeah. I'm like, I can poke the bear real quick and you're going to be pissed. Yeah. Because it's very <laughs> clear. I yeah. can, I li- there are people I've seen that I'm like, oh, mindset coach this. And I'm like, man, if, if we sit and have a conversation, you're not going to like it. And it's yeah. not because I'm trying to poke the bear. It's just you're living here and I'm in here and you can't stop someone with heart. That's the truth. Everybody on this call has heart. So it doesn't matter if we meet someone who has a higher IQ or a quote unquote stronger mind, we'll kick their ass and we'll kill them because mm-hmm. the mind is useless without the heart.
2: Facts, bro. You know, he mentioned the mind and heart and I feel like we talk about this every podcast, but- People love Those it,
0: though. We got people tuning in. I'm getting some crazy good comments right now. So we're good.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, your, your brain is a two million year old device, right? It's built for survival. So when we're in stuck, going back to what Far said at the very beginning of this, we're stuck in thought. And when we're stuck in thought, our brain's natural default to survive is to run from pain is to run from fear and real shit guys pain and fear and your struggles those are a fucking privilege losing is a fucking privilege Failure's a fucking privilege because those are all your biggest signs for growth those are all your biggest signs for opportunity so if you're stuck right now don't fucking break because this is your sign for you to soon break through you just got to be willing to experience you just got to be willing to ask the right questions you got to be experienced to fight through this shit and experience it learn your lessons as you continue to learn your lessons that's where you're going to solve And find your breakthroughs and push forward. And real shit, you are going to struggle again. The failure, the pain, the struggles, all that shit, being stuck. I'm going to be honest with you. It's inevitable. It's going to happen again. right? 100%. But Are you willing to continue pushing through and fighting through? That's the thing. And when you're willing to ask for help, I challenge one thing. I want to say one thing. When you're looking for a friend, when you're looking for a coach, when you're looking for a leader, don't find someone that's just going to sit there and sympathize with you. Find someone that's going to sit in you and tell you the goddamn fucking truth. Yes. Like, that's someone that's actually going to extend love to you and make you fucking yes. better. right? And yes. see something in you that you don't see within yourself. I'm that's who you want to be whatever. around. That's who you want to look towards in order to get you out. Of that
0: Fuck, yes, but got, and I'm gonna jump in. That was, I want to smack myself in the mouth. That was <laughs> the reason that most people like will not call you out is because they themselves don't hold themselves to that standard. So they don't want to look at you and fucking slap you in the mouth and fucking get you to get your shit together because they're not willing to slap themselves in the fucking mouth and get their shit together. And this is why, honestly, me and Cole work so well together because Cole has no problem calling me and be like, I'm not fucking happy with this right now.
3: Literally happened recently. Yeah, same thing. Go ahead, Cole.
1: You should have been on our call the other day, right at the beginning. Chad started barking. And I was like, "This isn't a, such a non-issue. Like, get back." Okay, forward. let's
2: let's hold the phone. I, I start like rambling on some shit, and Far goes, "Yo, dude, shut the fuck up." This, this, and that. And I'm like. I fucking bet. Yo, yo, I, I, I'm cutting you off. You. This is fucking funny that you're bringing this up right now. But it's true.
3: Like, I feel like this goes into what Far was saying. It goes into what Chad was saying. It goes into what Brian was saying. Like, being able to sh- share share your emotions and like feel what you're fucking feeling is super fucking important. And then when it comes down to your friend group, like, surround yourself with people that are gonna call you the fuck out. Like, this is something that I'm very very passionate on. And I can't keep quiet. And I've legit like had conversations with Brian where I've called and I'm like, okay, I need to fucking say something. And he's like, oh god, and he's just like, I. and he goes quiet and then i just fucking it just happens it's just like this and it's vice versa it's happening the other way because we just have a fucking relationship and I'm a type of person that I need to voice my feelings. And if I don't feel my feelings, then that fucking deep rooted emotions start to come up. And then I become a very intense person. You don't want to fucking be around very quickly. <laughs> that like because all the old trauma comes out. So being able to share those emotions, guys, and like open up on a deeper level. Yes. All right. And like feel your fucking feelings will take you so fucking far in life, it's insane. So far.
1: That is the the single most, I think what you just said, you need to be around people that do two things. They're willing to keep you, they're willing to live in responsibility on both extremes. So they're they're willing to be honest and they're willing to hold space for you when you are struggling and you need space to just express. Because one thing I, I've had to say to a number of people recently, and Chad and I actually had this conversation when I was Houston. There are a lot of people who will say, oh, I'm fucking being honest with you. But as soon as it gets emotional, they're running. That's not love, that's expectation. So if you really want to be around some people who are unconditional lovers, people who really do are, and are true to this, they ha- be both extremes, be able to have the real conversation. And when there is a need for space and love and emotion, be there too. If you can be there through all the you know intense conversation, be there through all the intense pain and, and tears. That's what this is about. If you it, When you're not doing both, it's not real. It's not genuine.
0: Yo, yo I want to jump in for a second and I want to talk about this. I think this is funny. We're talking about surrounding yourself with better people now, and I want to talk about surrounding yourself with better people. And I want to talk about uh, the yo-yo thing. So I'll come back to that. So surrounding yourself with other people. I think it's, this is funny. Okay. This is fucking funny. I think everybody always talks about you are an average of the five people you spend the most time with and so most people are so committed to being like i need to find my my tribe right but motherfucker you're also one of the five people so if you're around a bunch of people that are lower level that are not like holding themselves to a higher standard that are complaining and watching netflix and bitching and don't hold space for you i'm gonna fucking assume that you're probably also one of those people great so that's number one number two so you need to fucking change yourself and change your environment but change yourself fucking first That's number one. Be the change you wish to see in the world, Gandhi. Number one. Number two is, Chad, one of the things that you said that I don't want to forget because I think it's fucking important is when you're stuck and you're in a plateau, which is absolutely inevitable, it's going to fucking happen no matter what. All of us get stuck, including me. Guys, I just had COVID for a fucking week and a half. Talk about stuck. I didn't leave my goddamn house for fucking 10 days. Okay. Sucked. Um, Yeah, knows what it's like. Yeah. No, when no, you're no, no, no. stuck, here's what, yeah, here's what most people do when they get stuck. They throw up their fucking hands in despair. This isn't working and they walk away. And then at some point when they walk away, they realize like, oh shit, I shouldn't have walked away. I'm going to come back to this weight loss journey and I'm going to try again. And then they try again and they'll get to that same place that they got to last time. They get stuck. And most often, often what happens, they throw their this is bullshit. Despair, I don't know what the fuck is working. It never fucking works for me. They walk away. But if you're patient, your plateau will become your springboard. But you have to be like willing to fucking break through. You have to be willing to stick it out through the plateau. You have to be willing to go to the gym when the fucking scale isn't moving. You have to be willing to post on social media when nobody's fucking reaching out. You have to be willing to get on the call when you keep getting no after no, after no, after no, so that you can fucking break through. But most people just walk away and that's why they don't break through. Yo,
3: fucking preach. I'm going to step in right there because we're talking about breaking through, right? Like sitting in those emotions and pushing through regardless of like things not going your way. Guys, I literally just wrote an Instagram post on my page talking about how I was going to quit Instagram on February 8th. Nothing was working. Nothing else posting was resonating. Nobody fucking liked my content. Nothing was fucking going out to the people that I wanted to speak to. Nothing was blowing up. I felt like I wasn't actually helping people. And instead of blaming all the external factors, I took a step back, realized that I was focusing on things that didn't fucking matter. I reshifted my focus and now everything's fucking popping. All right. But I didn't blame any outside fucking sources here. I looked at myself and made an adjustment based on what I was fucking doing. This is huge. You want to achieve great fucking things, especially like an online fucking fitness coaching business. If you want to build a brand like Beyond Built, you gotta realize it's gonna take a lot of dedication, hard work, patience, and emotions. It's a lot of shit that goes into this. Right? It's not just gonna be like, oh great, I'm gonna start a business and fucking next month you got a huge brand. I ain't gonna go down like that. Mm. You gotta work through some shit in order to get
0: there. Yo, so we got about five minutes left on this podcast, and I want to wrap up with some fucking final messages. So far, Shad and Chad, like if you could say one thing to your clients right now in Beyond Built that are listening to this right now, that are looking up to you guys, and maybe there's some that are stuck. What would you say to those clients?
2: First things first, I want to talk to to both of our clients, and I also want to talk to anyone that's listening to this podcast. Isn't part of either of our teams. Hmm. And here's here's what I mean by this. And I want to talk to I want to talk to my dudes out there first. Because you're, we're, we're talking about a 6'3 furry dude with a fucking beard talking about crying and, and feeling your feelings, right?
0: No <laughs> matter true. who you
2: are, you are never too masculine or too macho to not fucking feel. Both. If your goal is to be a leader, if your goal is to be a coach, if your goal is to progress – You need to learn how to lead yourself, right? And being a true leader is actually allowing yourself to feel your feelings, be vulnerable, own up to when you are stuck and ask for fucking help. I'm going to be real. I was training soft as fuck in the gym for the last three months. I cut my shit and I hired an elite level bodybuilding coach to get me out of this shit, right? I was stuck with my business. I didn't know where to go. I had the vision, didn't know where to go. I hired elite level business coaches in Brian Nicole to get me to where I'm going to go. Right? If you're listening to this fucking show and you are stuck, hire or reach out to someone that you know that can lead you out of this. And that is true leadership for yourself. It is okay. Stop living in your goddamn ego and understand that you don't have all the answers to everything. And myself as a coach and as a leader, I don't have your fucking answers either you do my goal is to help just empower you to help you see the potential that's within yourself <laughs> fucking right? preach bro so that that is my message for any of my clients that if you're struggling within this program to ask me for more help to be okay with asking for help if this is for anyone let's listen to this you can be a fucking leader and this world needs more of them boom
1: that's fucking fire for shad it comes to down to the simplest thing go inwards and feel and reflect and sit with it and ask questions it's Not We do a lot of this kind of work in Beyond Built now. It's something we're building on the backside of all this. And it always comes back to go within. You have to realize everything in your life that's happening outside of you is just a mirror for what's going on inside of you. That's the truth. And when you start to see it that way, you can figure out, okay, is my life that beautiful? Because if it's not, and that's what I perceive outside of me, it's really not so pretty inside either. So why don't we work on the inside? Because the outside will become beautiful by nature. And that's something that I think a a lot of more people need to take into consideration. Is everything in your life is a mirror, and the answers lie inside of you. That's the truth. If you and this is one big thing I challenge everyone to do. Everybody sits there and talks an ego of I know or I don't know, right? That's how you protect yourself in those conversations. I challenge you to change that statement to I am not aware or I am aware. Because when you start talking out of awareness, when you notice that hey I'm not aware, you become curious. It's no longer I don't know and I'm trying to protect myself. It's huh I'm not aware of what the answer is. Let's do some digging. Let's figure out why. Because you're goal becomes, let me increase my awareness. Let me increase my understanding, not sit here and create a, a facade of this is my knowledge base. And this is how I protect myself from being hurt or in pain. Mm-hmm. Boom. Cool.
3: Jesus Christ. I should have went first, bro. Both of those statements are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep this short and simple. You guys hear from me all the time. I'm really happy that we brought in Shad and Farshad today. Mine's very simple. All right. Embrace the stuck. All right. Embrace what you're going through right now. All right, if you feel stuck in a relationship, in your business, in your mind, in whatever you're trying to do right now, embrace it. All right. Uncomfortability, what is what makes you who you are today. It's something that I always lean into. I tell Julia on a daily basis like there'll be something that'll happen uh, where I feel super uncomfortable and like scared and fearful and I'll literally look my wife in the eyes and I'm like, I got to do this. I'm like, no matter how much money it costs, no matter what I need to do, no matter if we need to travel, if I need to burn a bridge with somebody, I'm like, I need to do this because I feel it in my fucking heart and it's making me feel a certain way. I got to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So embrace what you're fucking feeling. If you feel stuck right now, move forward.
0: Go no. Fuck yeah. So boys thank all three of you guys for coming on and my final message is uh, the world is your mirror. I want to kind of piggyback off that far. And I think that if the world is your mirror, my message that is that if one person has done it, it can be done. So instead of looking at other people and instead of trying to do it all on your own, right, which is, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So instead of having your ego saying I can figure this fitness thing out on my own or I can figure this business thing out on my own and I don't need no mentor, you're not an island, even if you think yourself Made you're listening to this podcast. Sorry. So instead of thinking you're going to do it on your own, like understand that if it's been done once, it can be done. And I would rather use my mind instead of living in my own fear. I would rather use my mind to project myself into somebody that's successful and model my behavior after somebody that is successful in order to get unstuck so that I can become more like those people. And that's why we have mentors and coaches and leaders and people that we look up to and people that we respect so that we can model our life and our behavior more like them so that we can get similar results as them. And so my message is that you're not an island. Even if you think that you're not being mentored by, you know, Chad or Far or Cole, if you're listening to our podcast and you're tuning into our content, you are being mentored by us. You just haven't admitted it yet. And so if you want to t- take the next step and the next level, then, then actually get the mentorship instead of, you know, pretending that you're doing it all on your own. Boom. That's it. That's all. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Chad, Farr. Let's go. Chad, where do they find you, bro? Plug your podcast. They can the podcast. find me
2: at Chad Morgan Fit on Instagram. They can find me at the Beyond Wheel podcast. Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Chad Morgan on YouTube. Just just that guy. Just that, that guy with the fucking mustache. That's me. Yeah. Far, where
0: do they find you, bro?
1: You can find me at Shot Charlotte Sarafi, But honestly, go follow Beyond Bill. Don't follow
3: me.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Cool. Where do they find you, bro? Yo,
3: I was going to talk some shit. I was going to be like Home Depot on Sundays at the lawn care section for fucking dad over here with his mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking off. You guys already know TikTok and Instagram at Kool Lewis and the Wake of the
0: Wolf podcast. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you guys have the best day of your entire life, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking go.